0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of 100 Jets Football Sports Talk Radio. It's that time of year once again. It is the Super Bowl preview, number 58, between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And joining me, as always, to break down these two tremendous teams
1: representing the AFC and the NFC, as always, Mr. Football Fitz Turner. How are you doing this afternoon, Vincent? Hey, how you doing? The very talented Mr. Logan Landis, aka Babyface. How you doing, man? I'm doing good today, man. Doing good. Ray talk about these two tremendous teams you see here on the
2: screen. But before we get started, guys, if you enjoy this episode, enjoy this preview, be sure to give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe on our social media channels. That's going to be Facebook and YouTube, main ones we go out to each and every single week. And if you enjoy podcasts, well, you are in luck. You can check out our podcast, available each and every single week. Also, thanks to our fine friends and friend, uh, folks at the Believe Podcast Network. You can find our show on any major streaming platform like uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you watch iTunes, iHeartRadio, you're in luck because we are over there as well. We appreciate all of the continued support, and we're putting out great content each and every single week and this is our last NFL preview for the season. This is the last game of the year, Vincent. Let's get right into it. We're talking the Kansas City Chiefs, a team who coming into the playoffs had a lot of naysayers. A lot of people thought that they wouldn't get back here after the miraculous run they've been on the last five, six years, give or take. Uh, Well, here they are once again, trying to win Super Bowl one more time uh, with this core group of players. Let's talk about who they're going to be bringing out onto the field. I'll be handling the offense. Mr. Turner will be bringing up the defense. Let's start off with KC. As we all know, they are led by their franchise quarterback, a guy who uh, a lot of Kansas City Chiefs fans hope will be there for his entire career. He's getting paid a lot of money, and he is bringing in the results. That is Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Now, what Mahomes has done in the postseason alone has been outstanding. 68% completion percentage, 718 yards averaging around 240 yards a game. He's got four touchdowns, no INTs. He's only been sacked twice, credit to that offensive line throughout the three games they've had to play getting to this point. But I think, Vincent, the real key to Kansas City in this postseason run hasn't been Mahomes. We know what to expect from him. We know he's going to make the razzle-dazzle plays. He's rarely going to make a mistake. But I think the key to Kansas City's offense clicking this this postseason Is the running back room, and that's led by Mr. Isaiah Pacheco, who's got 63 carries, 254 yards for four carries, and he's averaging around 84, 85 yards per game. He's got three touchdowns on the ground. That is, he has been tremendous and has really helped out this Kansas City team. Uh, you know, everyone everyone looks at them and they think that they're, you know, Patrick Mahomes got this cannon arm, we all know what he's about, but. Pacheco has really been helping out, just diversify and switch up the offensive schemes and plays that Kansas City can run, and it has really been confusing opponents, which is why they've got here, uh, uh, you know, going to the Super Bowl. Now, looking at the rest of this team, obviously their their receiver core, obviously led by Travis Kelsey, who's had a really solid postseason also. He's got three touchdowns leading the team for 23 grabs, 262 yards. Uh, he's averaging 11.4 average per catch. We know he's got a lot of pressure on him to get that other super, get another Super Bowl under his uh, wings. But I don't – honestly, Vincent, it's not even – I don't even think a crazy statement to say that Rasheed Rice has maybe been the best receiver this postseason for KC <laughs> with as well as he's done and kind of the, the breakout – postseason he's had I mean unless you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan you might not have known about this guy or what he's done uh in the regular season I mean looking at his, his his regular season stats he had 79 grams 938 and seven touchdowns those are not bad numbers at all but with the postseason we know those lights get brighter and you get more spotlight put on you and he has lived up to it. He's done some great work for Kansas City. Two hundred and twenty-three yards through the air, twenty-five catches. He's got uh, one touchdown, but he's also averaging eleven point one yards per catch, which has been tremendous. And then another guy who has been helping out that third option, and that's Marquez valdez scantling who's only got five catches for uh, five catches on the on the postseason, but it's for one hundred and eight yards though. He's averaging twenty-one point six yards per catch. So he is that kind of guy who's lurking out there that you don't expect to get the ball much. But when he does, he makes a lot happen. Same with Noah Gray, that other tight end, who's putting in some work there. Now, I think the key for this Kansas City team, because let's not forget Vincent, they are still up in the air. It's looking probable, but they're still not 100% certain that Joe Thune, one of their top guards, is going to be in this game. Hasn't been officially cleared yet at the time of this recording, but I believe that if he can be on the field, he's going to be on the field. There's no question about that. He'll tape up whatever he needs to in his body to get on that field. But he won't be 100% it seems, so how can uh, San Francisco exploit that? Can they get to Mahomes? More and more it remains to be seen. But I think Kansas City has really been – kind of quiet on offense. And I say that is because of how well their defense has played. Mr. Turner, with that being said, I'll
1: kick it over to you. Talk about how good this Kansas City Chiefs defense has been this postseason. Like I said, man, when you talk about great games and you talk about great teams, the previous Super Bowls that the Chiefs have played in, it's all been about the offense, man, with Tariq Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kel- Kelsey. But when you look at this year, Let's face reality. Patrick Mahomes and the offense struggled. Now they played better during the playoffs, but it's been their defense that's carried them to the Super Bowl. And when you look at this, this Chiefs defense, you got to go back to Super Bowl Four. The Chiefs defense of the past. Wooly Lemire, Bobby Bell, Buck Buchanan, Jim Kearney, Prairie View University, Jimmy Marcellus, Tennessee State, Johnny Robinson, LSU, and Jim Lynch, Notre Dame. You're looking at this defense right here. They have played very well in the playoffs, defeated Miami 26-7, only gave up 76 yards to the Dolphins on the ground. They had a big win over Buffalo 27-23. They held Josh Allen to about 180 yards pass, and they they did give up 182 yards on the ground. Then they came back against the Baltimore Ravens and shut down a team, if I believe was number one in the league in rushing with Lamar Jackson. And they only gave up 81 yards rushing. And Lamar Jackson had, what, 270 yards passing. But I think he had two picks in that game. And that Kansas City Chiefs defense had four sacks. So to me, everybody's talking about the high power San Francisco offense with Brock Purdy, George Kittle, Kristen McAfee, Debo Samuel. I get that. Brandon O'Uke. And I get that. But when you're looking at why the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, it's their defense, man. And you got to give kudos to Chris Jones, the defensive tackle out of Mississippi State by way of Mississippi, something in the water. Can you not argue with me, Mr. Logan Landis? He's probably been the best new tackle in the game the last two years. No, that's undeniable right there, Vincent. And the only reason he hasn't probably got publicity because you got a star quarterback and a star tight end that's been getting a lot of publicity. And we'll miss Taylor Swift on the other side, including in that. Then you got Willie Gay. Another Mississippi guy. Can we say Johnny Cooks, too? Out of Mississippi, something in the water. Then Nick Baldwin, a.k.a. Texas, by way way, the University of Missouri. Then LeJerry Sneed, who just had a child. Kudos to Mr. Sneed out of Ruston, Louisiana, by way of Louisiana Tech. He's been the best corner in the game. I didn't realize this. He did not give up a touchdown during the regular season. Mm. Gave up one in the playoffs on a broken play. Then the other guy that's on the other side of them, out of UW, the University of Washington, Trent McDuffie, is probably one of the best young corners in the game. But they two safeties, Justin Reed, who they brought over from the Houston Texas, and Mike Edwards, who they brought over from Tampa Bay, by the way, the University of Kentucky, played at a Super Bowl level. And then another young man has played real good for him, HBCU, Fayetteville State. Mr. Joshua Williams has been another player. And you gotta give credit to Steve Spinola The Chiefs defense has played at a high level, and that's why they're playing in Super Bowl 58. And I don't think they're gonna slow down Sunday against Brock Purdy in the San Francisco 49ers. Back over to you, Mr. Logan. Yes,
2: yeah, certain well said. Breaking down that Chiefs defense. We know it's been tremendous this entire season. And uh I, I think that you know it's one of the be- one of the best reasons why they're in this position. Once again, a uh, a familiar sight for Chiefs fans uh throughout the last decade. Like you said, let's flip over to San Francisco, talk about what they've been up to uh, and, and what they're bringing into Super Bowl 58. Now, Vince, when I was doing my research, it, it really hit me that this team in the postseason, we knew that they were kind of running rugshaw through the regular season, kind of beating people up. But in the postseason, Vincent, they've only won each of their games by a combined six points. That's three apiece. They won 24-21 against the Packers, and they won 34-31 against the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game. I I forgot that those games were that close with the week off we've had, uh, you know, leading up to Super Bowl 58. But looking at this offense, though, in San Francisco, breaking that down, obviously, you led by Brock Purdy, who a lot of people have been saying, uh, you know, last year, if he didn't get hurt, uh, you know, if things didn't go awry, that San Francisco might have been in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, before they went through the slew of quarterbacks they had to uh, and ultimately got knocked out. But he's back. He's playing well. And throughout the postseason, he's done a solid job. He's done what you need him to do. You don't need him to be Superman out there. You've got other players who can help him out. But he's thrown for 519 yards, 61% completion percentage, uh, two touchdowns, one INT. He's been sacked three times. But he's averaging 259.5 yards per game which is solid, a 7.4 average. That's all he needs to do, Vincent. You don't need Brock Purdy to go out there, throw your four touchdowns for 300-plus yards. That's not his style, and he knows that. As long as Brock Purdy can play the game that Brock Purdy's been playing since he's taken over as the main guy in San Francisco, they've got a really solid shot. Now, we all know the main man on campus, the main guy you're looking for in San Francisco, isn't the quarterback, but it's behind him at that running back position, Vincent. And that's Mr. Christian McCaffrey, who has had already a great uh, career as Carolina Panther before they traded him. But he has had that great second team success, as we've seen in San Francisco. Uh, you know, he's a candidate to win Offensive Player of the Year. Also might get an MVP vote or two uh, just with how well he's done on the ground. 37 carries for him, one night, 188 on the ground, averaging 5.1 yards per rush. I mean, that's half a first down right there. He's getting 94 yards per game. He's got uh, four touchdowns just with his legs alone. And he has been really the workhorse for this team, putting in, uh, you know, grinding out uh, games and really just doing some great work in the backfield for San Francisco. Without him, I don't know how far this team makes it this year, but he has done great work and is a big, a big reason for their success because he's healthy and he is putting in some tremendous work. Let's talk about the receiver room. Obviously, we know they are loaded out there. Debo Samuel, 10 catches this postseason, 113 yards. George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the game, uh, going up against Travis Kelsey once again. uh, Six catches for the young man, 108 yards. He's gotten a touchdown as well. Brandon Ayuk, who's putting in some work. Jawan Jennings is kind of that other guy out there who can get you some work if need be. And McCaffrey is your leading guy in the receiving field in terms of catches. He's got 11 for 72 yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, so, I mean, my, we've seen the San Francisco offense and just the, the systems that they have, the plays that they use. It's not, not in flashy, but it gets the job done. If they, they use that offense with Brock Purdy, where, like I said, he don't need to throw deep. As long as you throw it short intermediate rounds, give it to guys like Debo and Kittle and uh, McCaffrey and Iuke, that's all you need to do, let those guys go to work. But I'm, more, I'm interested, Vincent, to see how they're going to do, as you mentioned, against that stout Kansas City defense. We're, we're, we're setting things up for an all-time game here with uh, a rock star offense and a top-tier defense, and I think it's going to be some fireworks this upcoming Sunday. Vincent, what's your thoughts on this San Francisco defense, how they can stop Patrick Mahomes and company? I'm going
1: to say this. Um, Nick Bolzer put something out there on Monday saying that the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line does a lot of holding. And I said, that was kind of unusual. Maybe he's starting to try to start something during Super Bowl week. But to me, Steve Wilkes is a great defensive coordinator. But in the playoffs, he's been average. And the 49ers defense has been overrated because – Green Bay went for over 100 yards rushing. They had 136 in that game. And Mr. Aaron Jones had 4.9 yards to carry, and he went over 100 yards. Then they come back in the championship game against Detroit, and Detroit lifts him up for 182, and David Montgomery has almost 93 yards rushing. He averaged almost 6.3 yards to carry. So my thinking is this. The 49ers' defense is really strong, allegedly, up what I say they front four.
2: Mm-hmm. allegedly
1: Pro Bowl players in Bowser, Ark Armstead, Javon Hargrave, and Chase Young. But right after the game against Detroit, there was something that came out, whereas it came out on social media that they was thinking about um, benching Chase Young because they say he was taking off plays. But when you look at it, everybody wants to talk about how good the 49ers defense is, but I think they're a little bit overrated. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner are their two best players. They're linebackers. But in the secondary, they play soft coverage. They play zone. And when you look at it overall, I go back. Green Bay and Detroit had very good success in running the football. And Jerry Goff had very good success in throwing the football, along with the other young man. I can't think of his name, the quarterback from Green Bay. Help me out right I'm now. Going John Love. I know I had the first name right, Jordan. I wanted to call him Jordan Watson. He had a little success doing the football. So I'm thinking that the 49ers play zone, their two best players, so far in the playoffs have been their two linebackers because their D line has not really generated pressure. And both teams, Green Bay and Detroit, has been able to run the football. So to me, when we look to the keys of the game, it's going to be how well the Frisco's defense is going to play early on because Green Bay and Detroit came out of both of them games and hit them straight in the mouth It took some teeth out. Just like Dan Campbell said, he bites kneecaps off. And let's be honest, they were down 24-7 to to Detroit Lions, the 49ers, and their defense was on their pedal. The only reason to mean that, the 49ers won that football game was the coaching of Dan Campbell. Them two fourth downs that they failed in the second half to convert. And some really, this, I want to say, mismanaged clock management down the stretch. So when you look at it, I think the 49ers defense, to me, that's going to be the story of the game. How will they play up front? They got good players, but their players are not played at a high level. Boza, Armstead, Hardgrove, Young, and then the young man they bring off the bench who's a pretty good player out of South Carolina, Kenlaw. To me, it's all about what they do up front against Patrick Mahomes. And believe me, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, you should know this, Mr. Logan Lannis, they love zone defenses because Travis Kelsey can go sit down in the zone. But with alarming to me, is that Frisco gave up a lot of yards in both playoff games against the run. Back to you, Mr. Landers.
2: Yes, sir. Well said. And, uh, Vincent, it's that time. Our uh, final game preview of this NFL season before we go into hiding for games and we bring out all the tremendous draft prospects and get ready for the draft in a little bit over two months. Super Bowl 58, our final talk about it, final preview and who we think will be coming away with the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, Vincent, for me, uh, you brought up some good points about both these teams, their offenses, their defenses, strengths and weaknesses. That's what we do here on the program. But for me, I've said since the playoffs started, I've had San Francisco going to the Super Bowl, and I had them winning the Super Bowl, so I can't shy away. I have the San Francisco 49ers winning this in a close matchup, I have the final score being San Francisco 30. I think the offense is going to put up some good work. And I've got the Kansas City Chiefs going in with 21. So 30-21, final score for me. Vincent,
1: what's your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Who's coming away with the trophy? When I look at this Super Bowl and I look at the two teams, I think when you talk about these teams, so to, to get to the Super Bowl, you got to have a great player, especially at the quarterback position. Patrick Mahomes, when it's all said and done, might be the next golden weight. Um, the gentleman is only 28 years old. He's been the six straight AFC championship games. He's won two out of the last three Super Bowls. Um, I see him performing at a high level. When you got a player like that, it's hard to bet against. This is a very time San Francisco 49ers team, but I'm not gonna bet against the young man from Texas Tech guns up, Mr. Patrick Mchomes. And the reason I say that is that look how the season went Logan this year for Kansas City. They struggled mightily on offense. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mahomes didn't have a receiver. His best receiver, as you just mentioned, was Rashawn. What's the young man, Rashad Rice, Rashid Rice, out of SMU, a second-round pick? His receivers dropped so many passes during the regular season, but they seemingly put it together and got together during the playoffs. But Patrick Mahomes wheeled that team to victory in all three of those games. And the gentleman has been there before. And the thing I like about him, man, is that you look at him on social media, and you look at him and Travis Kelsey and Luke Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, that relationship. And those two guys, and Travis Kelsey is a very talented football player, too. But when it's time to put them pads on and get big in big games, because I'm real huge about this, Logan. I don't care what you do in the regular season. I don't care what you do in your personal life, as when you lace them up and put the pads on, and you come and play for the biggest stage, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes to me is the modern day Joe Namath, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Sit down in Miami in Super Bowl three, and guaranteed the Jets are going to win. Patrick Mahomes has that same type of flavor comes out of Texas Tech, goes 13th overall in the draft he's drafted in. Nobody even imagined that he'd be this great, as, as good as football players he is. And think about when he was at Texas Tech, he had no defense. They was in shootouts every game, Logan. He gets to Kansas City. And a young man, since he's became the starter, six straight AFC championship games, two Super Bowls already and played in three, and he's only 28. He earns his money, he earns his money. Guns up. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes and Texas Tech 27 21. The Kansas City Chiefs will be raising the trophy in Las Vegas on Sunday.
2: All right, sir. Well said. And guys, we want to hear from you in our comment section who's going to win this game, the Chiefs or the 49ers? Who's taking home Super Bowl 58? who will come away with that Lombardi trophy as uh, guys as always we appreciate the comments the views and everything the shares that y'all have been giving us over the last few uh days weeks months and years uh, as always Mr. Football Vince Turner it's an absolute pleasure talking football with you and rounding out the 2023 NFL season with a bang always has been a pleasure guys enjoy your weekend be safe enjoy the Super Bowl and we'll talk to you guys again on another live episode we'll see you